You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. In today's episode, we're going to look at top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers uh, over the past four weeks, and I always... Uh, I enjoy going through these because as much as you might find uh, some typical names, guys you expect uh, to be among the most productive hitters and pitchers over that time, invariably... Uh, we find some surprises, uh, and that, I guess that shows you, uh, you know, players that you need to be seeking out and, and the value uh, in continuing to manage your team uh, throughout the season. Uh, so without further ado, let's start uh, with the hitters uh, over the past four weeks, and we'll start with a few honorable mentions who are outside the top 20. And first up is Philadelphia right fielder Bryce Harper, uh, who has eight home runs, 21 RBI, 17 runs scored, hitting 295. Harper has kind of creeping his way into the National League uh, MVP race. Uh, I, I still think it's going to be hard for him to uh, to t- overtake Fernando Tatis Jr., but uh, it's been a, a really strong season uh, for the Phillies outfielder. Uh, and remember, as we go through this, we're talking over a four-week span. It's a little less than one-sixth of a major league season, so Harper's eight home runs would uh, project out to at least 48 home runs over a, a full season. So uh, you can kind of make, make those calculations if you are so inclined. Uh, Chicago White Sox center fielder Luis Robert, back in the lineup, uh, missed some time with injury, uh, but in the past four weeks, six home runs, 13 RBIs, 19 runs scored, 365 batting average, only stolen one base, but uh, that 365 batting average and 19 runs scored, that, uh, that'll carry you a long way. Uh, Oakland center fielder Starling Marte, uh, only has one home run over the past four weeks, 10 RBIs, 15 runs scored, but 13 stolen bases uh, and a 290 batting average. I mean, at most most weeks uh, we talk about Starling Marte every Monday uh, as our weekend takeaways because he's always getting multiple stolen bases uh, over the course of a weekend. Uh, and really, uh, his uh, base stealing this year has made him a game changer uh, for fantasy. Uh, Cincinnati right fielder Nick Castellanos, uh, seven home runs, 16 RBIs, 19 runs scored, hitting 326. Uh, this is... It's maybe a, a slightly better than than usual uh, performance from Castellanos, but it's kind of what he has been. He's been uh, a solid uh, power hitting corner outfielder, and uh, you've been able to rely, rely on him uh, pretty consistently. Uh, he also uh, sparks some pretty great memes, uh, <laughs> like it or not. Uh, Boston first baseman Bobby Dalbeck, last of our honorable mentions, uh, seven home runs, twenty four RBIs, twelve runs scored, and hitting three forty four. Uh, batting average is usually a, a an issue for Dahlbeck, so the fact that he's uh, been hitting 344 over uh, nearly a month, that certainly helps him out. Uh, all right, so let's move into the top 20. At number 20, we get Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman. Uh, Chapman, 10 home runs, 17 RBIs, 18 runs scored, hitting 280. Uh, that 280 uh, is enough to, to bring up a, a batting average. This has been a, a problem, I guess, for Chapman uh, this year, but 10 home runs. Uh, over that four-week span, that's a that's a difference maker for sure. Uh, number 19, Washington right fielder Juan Soto. Uh, got off to a slow start this year, but has really uh, come on strong here in the second half of the year. Uh, six home runs, 22 RBIs, 17 runs scored, a couple stolen bases, hitting 299 uh, over the past four weeks. Uh, now, Soto being the 19th most productive hitter in baseball over that span is still really below what you 
uh, might have expected coming into the season. He, he was kind of, there were a handful of hitters uh, who were kind of head and shoulders above the rest, it seemed, coming into the season, and Juan Soto was one of those guys. Uh, so he, even coming in, in at 19th uh, might be a touch low uh, for, for the real expectations for Juan Soto. Uh, number 18, uh, Mets first baseman Pete Alonso. Uh, six home runs, 18 RBIs, 17 runs scored. Stolen base and a 340 batting average. And, you know, the six home runs over four weeks is probably about par for the course for Pete Alonso. Uh, but a 340 batting average, that uh, uh, that raises the game a little bit for him. Uh, number 17, Atlanta third baseman Austin Riley, uh, who has six home runs, 19 RBI, 16 runs scored, a 366 batting average. And there's the there's the difference maker uh, in terms of value for Austin Riley, uh, who had, coming into this season, I think, was uh, probably seen as a, a reasonably priced source of uh, power. Uh, but uh, his batting average has turned out to be much better than expected. Uh, as you know, you hit 366 over a month, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, then staying in Atlanta at number 16, uh, second baseman Ozzie Albies, uh, who really just stuffs the, the stat categories. Eight home runs, 17 RBIs, 17 runs scored, four stolen bases, 274 batting average. So going by the calculation of uh, you know one-sixth, uh, if you prorate those out over the season, you're looking at a 48 home run, uh, 102 RBI, 102 runs scored, 24 stolen bases, 274 batting average. Well, yeah, no surprise then that uh, this ranks Ozzy Albies uh, among the top 20 uh, fantasy hitters over the past four weeks. Uh, number 15, Kansas City right fielder Whit Merrifield. Couple home runs, 14 RBIs, but 20 runs scored, seven stolen bases, hitting 324. Uh, Merrifield. His overall production this year is okay, uh, but he really uh, attacks some of these categories and runs stolen bases batting average. Uh, he he uh, offers some nice value there. Uh, number 14, Toronto second baseman Marcus Semien. Uh, 11 home runs, 19 RBIs, 15 runs scored, 3 stolen bases, only hitting 238. Uh, but the power uh, <laughs> tends to offset that. You know, Semien on, on better than a 60 home run pace. Uh, over the past four weeks, and so you know you can live with a 238 batting average uh, when you're getting that many home runs. Uh, number 13, Chicago Cubs, Cubs outfielder Ian Happ, uh, who really struggled uh, for months uh, this year, but uh, does seem to be rounding into form. Past four weeks, eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 14 runs scored, a couple stolen bases, and a 326 batting average. Uh, Ian Happ, uh, and and he's had streaks like this before. This isn't like it uh, completely new uh, to him, but boy, he, he struggled for, for months this year and w- would have been uh, available on the waiver wire uh, just about everywhere. Uh, number 12, Tampa Bay rookie Wander Franco. Uh, the shortstop finally got called up and uh, really he, he's been productive almost from the get-go. His, his you know first few weeks in the major leagues were not uh, awe-inspiring, uh, but they weren't, uh, you know, they weren't terrible either. Uh, but now uh, he just reaches base every game. Uh, and in the past four weeks, three home runs, 18 RBIs, 28 runs scored, and a 361 batting average. 28 runs scored. So prorate that over a full season, that's 168, 168 runs. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, you know, for first uh, half season in the major leagues, Wander Franco uh, is already looking like a star. Uh, so, you know, on to bigger and better things for him. Uh, number 11, Minnesota second baseman Jorge Polanco. Uh, who's seven home runs, 22 RBI, 16 runs scored, a stolen base, and a 341 batting average. Uh, as, as we've done these top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers throughout the season, uh, Polanco has sort of consistently found him, himself uh, in this uh, countdown uh, in the second half of the, of the season. So he was kind of mediocre through the first half, but uh, he's been lights out uh, in the second half. So uh, when we come back, we will get into the top 10 hitters uh, before uh, the top 10 pitchers as we... Uh, roll on through the best players over the past four weeks.
Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. It's winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Look, I don't mind playing DFS. I, I've, uh, you know, but I, I suppose I, I might be one of the experts who has more tools and more time to, uh, to prepare for it. Uh, but if you're going to offer me head-to-head, one-on-one uh, DFS, the way you get from Stat Hero, well, I can hardly hardly pass that up. So consider you are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. All right, into the top 10 hitters uh, in fantasy over the past four weeks. And number 10, we've got Chicago White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu. Uh, defending American League uh, MVP, seven home runs, 20 RBIs, 20 runs scored, hitting 344. Uh, the power numbers are pretty <laughs> consistent and steady with what you'd expect from Abreu. 344 batting average uh, raises it up just a little bit. Uh, number nine, St. Louis second baseman Tommy Edmond. Now, they're a bit of a surprise. Uh, four home runs, 16 RBIs, 23 runs scored, four stolen bases, hitting 333. Uh, really, the uh, the fact that uh, Edmund can uh, steal you some bases uh, and hit for a decent average, that doesn't come as much of a surprise, but adding a little bit of power, scoring a ton of runs, uh, that that uh, makes Tommy Edmund uh, much more valuable. I think for, for most of this season, he's kind of been somebody you would, you would be okay with filling a middle infield spot on your roster, uh, but uh, you know now over the past four weeks, he's one of the top 10 fantasy hitters in baseball. Uh, number eight, Toronto Blue Jays outfielder Teoscar Hernandez, uh, who... Uh, mentioned him a while back as, as a potential sell-high uh, candidate because uh, his batting average on balls in play was just much too high to expect it to continue. And so his batting average has started to come down. It's 270 over the past four weeks, but the power numbers are still there. Eight home runs, 22 RBIs, 20 runs scored, mix in three stolen bases, uh, and Teoscar Hernandez still continues to uh, deliver value for the Blue Jays. Uh, number seven, St. Louis first baseman Paul Goldschmidt. A uh, little bit of turn back the clock here for vintage Goldschmidt. Six home runs, 19 RBI, 17 runs scored, three stolen bases, and a 354 batting average. Now, uh, th- these numbers are you know may- maybe more in line with uh, what you got from prime uh, Paul Goldschmidt when you would steal bases and hit for a really high average. That, that hasn't necessarily been uh, his overall story at, at St. Louis this year, but... Uh, uh, that's a that's a really good stretch uh, for the veteran first baseman. Uh, Cleveland uh, third baseman Jose Ramirez comes in at number six, uh, and Ramirez hitting 274 over the past four weeks, which is okay. It's nothing nothing special really, but seven home runs, seven stolen bases, 18 RBIs, 18 runs scored, uh, and so I mean he, he over the that four week span he he's on pace for a 40 40 season, and you know it's t- tough to beat that, uh, and. From Jose Ramirez, that's not entirely unexpected. He was one of the guys who would be in the top half dozen uh, hitters coming into the season uh, for projections. So, uh, number five, we get Tampa Bay second baseman Brandon Lau, uh, who continues to deliver power. He's got nine home runs, 22 RBIs, 21 runs scored, uh, and hitting 287 
uh, in the past four weeks. And really, the batting average has been the uh, the one uh, issue for Lau this season. So if he's hitting 287 over a four-week span, he's helping to kind of drag that batting average out of the low twos. Uh, number four, Boston right fielder Hunter Renfro. Uh, past four weeks, eight home runs, 23 RBIs, 20 runs scored, hitting 342. Uh, I mean, Renfro hit like 160 or something last year. So um, if he can give you a batting average like that, uh, that changes the uh, the whole complexion of your Hunter Renfro selection because uh, we know he has power. He's always always been able to hit home runs, uh, but uh, if he's uh, you know hitting 342 over a month, uh, that uh, that makes him much more valuable. Uh, number three, Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge, seven home runs, 22 RBIs, 16 runs scored, four stolen bases, and hitting 344. Um, you know, Judge, really the issue for Judge and, and Giancarlo Stanton uh, has just been a matter of stay healthy. Uh, and Judge has managed to do that for most of the season, and you're getting some pretty big numbers out of it. Uh, number two, Chicago Cubs first baseman Frank Schwindel, the second most productive hitter in the past four weeks. Chicago Cubs first baseman Frank Schwindel, uh, a, a waiver wire pickup uh, if, if there ever was one for fantasy baseball. Uh, and in the past four weeks, Schwindel, nine home runs, 25 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 376. Well, I mean, if you manage to jump in uh, and grab Frank Schwindel, uh, you, you've you made out like a bandit because, uh, you know, he, he, is, he has had kind of brief little streaks uh, prior to this. Uh, but uh, if, I, I guess, given the opportunity to play down the stretch here for the Cubs, uh, once they traded Anthony Rizzo, once Chris Bryant uh, was gone, Schwindel uh, kind of steps into the opportunity there uh, and is just hitting so well. Uh, that he'll be uh, uh, he'll he'll be an interesting case uh, coming the off season. He's 29 years old. You don't you don't really expect guys who are blooming that late to to have real staying power. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Uh, at the very least, uh, if you manage to grab Frank Schwindel before this uh, hot streak, uh, you you got some serious value. Uh, now, number one, the most productive uh, fantasy hitter in baseball. Uh, over the past four weeks is Kansas City Royals catcher Salvador Perez. Uh, in in four weeks, Perez has 14 home runs, 34 RBIs, 19 runs scored, a 289 average. Uh, 14 home runs. Insane. Uh, and thing is, Salvador Perez uh, was a good hitting catcher um, early in his career and up to a couple of years ago. Uh, then missed a whole season uh, due to elbow surgery. Comes back uh, last year and in a small sample of games, Looks looks great, really productive. Okay, well, so you should expect Salvador Perez to be pretty good. Uh, you know, maybe one of the top handful of catchers uh, in the league. Well, now he's got 41 home runs this year. So what do you do with that? Uh, he's uh, he's just uh, you know a superstar. If you're getting that kind of production out of a catcher, my goodness. Uh, anyway, so there we go. That's our uh, top. 20 hitters uh, over the past four weeks. Uh, let's uh, start things out with the pitchers. We'll at least look at the uh, honorable mentions. Uh, first, uh, and Los Angeles Dodgers closer, well, not closer, uh, reliever, Blake Trinan, uh, who did have a couple of saves over the past four weeks, but he's also 3-0, 1.20 ERA, 0.67 whip, 19 strikeouts and 15 innings. So he did get a couple of save opportunities in there, uh, but yes, Trinan is not uh, actually the, the Dodgers closer. Um, but he's delivering some pretty nice value uh, when you're getting uh, three wins and, and uh, great peripheral numbers as well. Uh, also with the Dodgers, Julio Urias, 3-0, 1.25 ERA, 0.88 whip, 24 strikeouts in 21 and two-thirds innings. Uh, 
Urias got off to a great start this year. There was a bit of a, a rough patch in the middle, uh, but now appears to be back on track as uh, you know, yet, yet another uh, great pitcher for the Dodgers. Uh, Oakland A's, Frankie Montas, 2-1, uh, 1.99 ERA, 0.98 whip, 34 strikeouts in 31 and two-thirds innings. And, you know, early in this season, uh, I, I enjoyed picking against Frankie Montas, uh, you know, catching guys who were streaming against him uh, uh, in DFS uh, because uh, he, he pitched so poorly last year uh, coming back uh, off uh, PED suspension, I really wasn't sure what to, to make of Frankie Montes. And so I was ha- happily going against him for the first few months of this year. But the, he, he's turned the corner. Uh, and, then, uh, and he had been uh, at least uh, a serviceable starter uh, for a while before this stretch here, where he's now uh, pitching like an ace over the past month. So, you know, good for Frankie Montes uh, to, to kind of get back to, to where he was uh, before his suspension. Uh, Seattle's Marco Gonzalez, their the sort of surprise ace last year, uh, got, got uh, was injured at the start of this year, and when he came in uh, his first few starts, he got rocked. Uh, so things were looking a little rough, but uh, he is back in uh, ace form. Uh, the past four weeks, he's 4-0, 3.06 ERA, 0.96 whip. Now only 20 strikeouts in 32 and a third. He, he's not a big strikeout guy uh, in at any time, uh, but uh, he's been awfully effective uh, anyway. And uh, one more honorable mention, San Diego's Blake Snell, who has had a rough year, uh, but maybe turning the corner here down the stretch. Uh, now, only 1-1 one one over the past four weeks, but 2.19 ERA, 0.69 whip, which is outstanding, uh, and 35 strikeouts in 24 and two-thirds. Uh, if, if Blake Snell can kind of continue like that, it uh, gives the, the Padres a, a much better shot as they uh, try and battle uh, for a playoff spot uh, in the National League. Uh, so when we come back, we will finish up with the top 10 pitchers over the past four weeks, a uh, few injury updates, uh, some matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, in a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. You have access to rockauto.com with computers at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That is more money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. 
So who have the top 10 pitchers been uh, over the past four weeks in, in fantasy baseball? Number 10, Atlanta Braves' Max Freed. Uh, 2-0, 2.00 ERA, 0.67 whip. Woo! Uh, 25 strikeouts in 27 innings. Uh, Freed uh, was kind of mediocre uh, early going this year. Uh, he was a prime candidate to regress after a great uh, uh, season last year. Uh, and now he seems to be kind of back on track as uh, an ace caliber pitcher. Uh, number nine, staying in Atlanta, Charlie Morton, three and one, three point three zero ERA, zero point nine zero WHIP, thirty seven strikeouts and in thirty innings over the past four weeks. Uh, Morton's another one was kind of mediocre off the start, uh, but he's really been on a, a good run for the past few months. At number eight, Miami Sandy Alcantara, uh, now only two and three record. 2.04 ERA, 0.93 WHIP, 43 strikeouts in 35 and a third innings. Uh, Alcantara, there, you know, there's a, a nice value play there uh, if you manage to get in on on him. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati, Sonny Gray. Now Gray has kind of ups and downs uh, throughout his career, but uh, in the past four weeks, three and 0, 2.48 ERA, 0.80 WHIP, 32 strikeouts in 32 and two thirds. Uh, yeah, that'll play just fine. Number six, San Francisco's Logan Webb. Uh, one of our, our great stories of you know somebody to, to buy low early in the season uh, because the underlying numbers were, were better than uh, the surface results. Uh, and Webb, uh, aside from a, a little stint on the injured list, has just been outstanding. Past four weeks, 3-0, and 1.08 ERA, 0.90 whip, 39 strikeouts and 33 and a third. Uh, fantastic value uh, if you got in on Logan Webb. Number five is Cleveland's Tristan McKenzie. Now here's a guy you probably could have grabbed on waivers when he got sent down to AAA. Uh, past four weeks, McKenzie's 3-0, 1.33 ERA, a 0.44 whip. Yeah, 0.44 whip, 30 strikeouts in 27 innings. Uh, he's just been uh, incredible. The guy, guy who gets demoted to AAA comes back uh, and is now pitching like a major league ace. Uh, number four, the Yankees' Garrett Cole. Well, maybe not such a surprise here. Uh, Cole, past four weeks, is 4-0, 0.73 ERA, 0.85 whip, 39 strikeouts in 24 and two-thirds innings. Uh, there was a stretch where, where Cole... Uh, kind of struggled for a little bit, uh, but he has kind of rallied back and is uh, kind of in in the driver's seat, I suppose, uh, for the American League Cy Young. Uh, but if if he does not win, it could be because of the guy who's number three uh, over the past four weeks, and that's Toronto's Robbie Ray. Uh, Ray is 2-0, 1.51 ERA, 0.73 whip, 53 strikeouts in 35 and two-thirds innings. Uh, Ray has had four straight starts with at least 10 strikeouts. This is just a, a fantastic story, uh, given how Ray was pitching last year. Uh, he was walking more than seven batters per nine innings. Uh, and, you know, he's always been able to strike people out. So uh, it, it was probably a worthwhile bet uh, for the Blue Jays to, to make, that if they could fix Ray, get the command uh, back on track, uh, that they might have, they might really have something. And it turns out that, yes, they really have something. Uh, a guy who's uh, going to be uh, pushing for that Cy Young in the American League, uh, and uh, giving Toronto a, a fighting chance here down the stretch. Uh, number two, St. Louis's Adam Wainwright. Uh, just an incredible season. Uh, it kind of builds on what he did last year, uh, but last season kind of seemed like it might be an aberration, a, a short season, uh, given that you know he had had about four years in a row of, of subpar uh, or at least mediocre uh, performance. Uh, and now Wainwright, past four weeks, 4-1, four 0.74 ERA, 0.72 whip. Only 29 strikeouts and 36 and a third, but I mean... Uh, if you're, get, you're getting those other numbers, you can live with the low strikeout rates. Uh, and then the number one pitcher over the past four weeks, the Dodgers' Max Scherzer. Uh, what an addition. Uh, 4-0, 0.75 ERA, 0.75 whip, 53 strikeouts in 36 innings. Uh, last season, Scherzer was uh, mediocre would be would be uh, 
you know, underselling it. He, he was still a pretty good starting pitcher, but, you know, relative to expectations for Max Scherzer, who's been, you know, one of the top handful of pitchers over the past decade, um, last season wasn't great. Uh, and so he bounces back this year in in uh, fine form that he's pitching as well as he ever has. Uh, and then join, joining the Dodgers here for the stretch run uh, is, is going to keep Scherzer, you know, right in the spotlight uh, into the postseason. So uh, may, there are some obvious names among the, the top uh, pitchers here. I mean, Scherzer and Cole being the most obvious. Uh, but there are lots of players here uh, that uh, would have been available either as buy-low options in trade or uh, or late pickups in the draft or uh, just picked up on waivers uh, at some point this season, like Tristan McKenzie and Logan Webb. Uh, th- those guys were available in a lot of leagues uh, in like May uh, and, and maybe even later than that for Tristan McKenzie. So um, anyway, that's uh, that gets us through uh, our top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers over the past four weeks. Now every episode, offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer Yahoo leagues. Uh, and uh, at this stage of the season, I don't think it's, it's worth waiting. Uh, if you have a need uh, for this player, uh, may as well consider uh, the Mets. Uh, outfielder Kevin Pillar, uh, getting some opportunity to play, uh, especially with uh, Brandon Nimmo uh, hurting right now for the Mets. Uh, and so in Pillar's last eight games, he has four home runs, 10 RBIs, seven runs scored, hitting 478 with a 1625 OPS. Uh, one of the, uh, the I guess, benefits of, of Pillar in fantasy baseball uh, as opposed to uh, <laughs> real baseball, uh, is that he, he's reluctant to take a walk. So, I mean, sometimes that may uh, hurt his uh, real baseball value in terms of not getting on base, uh, but his batting average tends to uh, be okay uh, relative to, uh, you know, to to a very low on base percentage uh, historically. Uh, now, you know, th- this season has not exactly been uh, a... A prime season for for Kevin Pillar. I mean, he's hitting 229 uh, even after this uh, stretch. But yeah, he's a guy who's going to swing the bat, uh, and when he's on when he's on a roll, uh, he's probably worth adding. Uh, so uh, let's grab a couple of injury updates. Only a, only a few. Um, so right now, White Sox starter Carlos Rodon. Uh, right now, they're li- listing him as out probably till the weekend due to shoulder fatigue. I mean, Rodon's been one of the great stories this year. Uh, turned into an ace caliber pitcher uh, almost overnight um, but uh, obviously you have to be wary uh, if uh, the body is starting to break down here down the stretch uh, Toronto's Hyunjin Ryu uh, who had a great start last time out but he also had to leave after six innings uh, and I mean he he really needed the great start because he's been really struggling or uh, for a while uh, but he did leave early with some arm soreness and so that's basically a situation to kind of keep tabs on uh, I don't know that it, it, at this point whether that's even going to affect his next start uh, also in Toronto outfielder George Springer I mean that that's one you have to kind of watch every day uh, but uh, he fouled the ball off his knee and, and had to leave early uh, and so <laughs> any anything with George Springer is basically uh, uh, you know cross your fingers and hope uh, for the Blue Jays. So uh, now let's gra- grab a couple of games that I like uh, the matchups for Tuesday on betonline.ag. Uh, and so uh, we split yesterday's games, uh, got the uh, uh, the Twins uh, with Bailey Ober on the mound and did not uh, get, get uh, good value with our upset pick with uh, Seattle at Houston. Uh, so Cleveland, uh, Aaron Savali coming back from the injured list, minus 139 uh, against Minnesota with John Gant. Now, uh, there's some risk here in, in that Savali is just coming back from the injured list. I mean, who knows how deep he'll go into the game uh, and whether he's, you know, fully healthy. I mean, I, I assume that Cleveland isn't bringing him back, uh, you know, prematurely. Uh, there's no reason for them to do that. Uh, but 
you know, Savali had been really effective uh, for uh, Cleveland for for the most of the season before before getting hurt. So uh, I'll take a shot at Savali minus one thirty nine against Minnesota and John Gant, uh, who Gant I, I don't necessarily trust him a whole lot. Uh, and then uh, Philadelphia with Aaron Nola on the mound, very slight underdogs minus one hundred four. Uh, at Mil- Milwaukee uh, with Eric Lauer. Now, Eric Lauer has been uh, a real pleasant surprise, I would say, for Milwaukee. He's been kind of their sixth starter, uh, but uh, when given the opportunity, he's been effective. Uh, and uh, But really, I'm, I'm taking a shot here that uh, Nola can rise to the challenge uh, and, and make this game that is almost a pick uh, make it worthwhile uh, for Philly just because, of, I mean, even though Aaron Nola has not had uh, a typical Aaron Nola season, I'm kind of hoping that... Uh, you know, given the matchup between Nola and Eric Lauer, that Nola gives the Phillies a bit of an advantage. So those are a couple of games that I like uh, for uh, Tuesday on betonline.ag. Uh, let's grab a couple of DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday on DraftKings. Uh, Houston pitcher, Jake Odorizzi, $7,500 uh, going against Seattle. A reasonable price uh, given the uh, the aces uh, that are going uh, on Tuesday are going to cost you over 10 uh, Chicago first baseman Frank Schwindel, $3,500 against Cincinnati and Wade Miley. Uh, now, Miley's had a really nice season uh, for Cincinnati, but uh, as I just mentioned, uh, Frank Schwindel has been the second most productive fantasy hitter over the past four weeks. Uh, I'll take that at $3,500. Thank you very much. Uh, Washington third baseman Carter Keboom, uh, $2,800 uh, at Atlanta with Max Fried on the mound. Uh, Keboom's been okay uh, since getting called up, kind of some good, some bad, but at $2,800, uh, that allows you to spend some money elsewhere. Uh, Yankee shortstop Gleyber Torres, $3,300 uh, against Toronto uh, with Steven Matz on the mound. Not that Gleyber Torres has done anything great, but the price is somewhat reasonable. Uh, Oakland outfielder Mark Canna is $3,600 going against uh, the White Sox with Jimmy Lambert uh, on the mound. Uh, and uh, Lambert has only appeared in a couple of games so far, but he's allowed eight earned runs in eight innings. So uh, take a shot on, on Mark Canna there. Uh, and Houston outfielder Jake Myers, uh, if he's in the lineup against Seattle, uh, with Logan Gilbert. Gilbert has been uh, slumping uh, in, after a pretty solid start to his major league career. Uh, and Myers, uh, is kind of, he's still at the starting point of his major league career and has been on a pretty good uh, run uh, for the Astros since getting called up. And Myers is just $2,800 uh, on DraftKings. So that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. Also check out the Locked on Fantasy Hockey podcast. We're uh, rolling through some off-season reports. We, uh, we talked about uh, uh, Jesperi Kokkinemi and, and Christian Dvorak uh, moving uh, in this offseason, and we've done the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning, and uh, next up will be the St. Louis Blues uh, as we work uh, alphabetically backwards uh, on the offseason reports uh, in uh, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. So listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts.